You may be worried about finances. You may be struggling with a relationship. Or you just may be at a critical point of decision in your life. I don't know. And I can tell you for sure that I don't know the answer. But I can tell you that I know who does. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. But first, did you hear? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do this. Did you hear about the two TV satellite dishes on the roof that fell in love and got married? Yeah. Yeah, the wedding was okay, but the reception was magnificent. (laughs) It's okay, you can use that this week. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. You know, not many people would argue that the Internet is one of the most important and powerful developments of our generation. Most of us interact with it daily and find it extremely useful. But we also have to acknowledge that the Internet is a tool for evil and because of the access it gives to those who prey on greed and obscenity. But this week, the Lord showed me how he can use the Internet to touch our lives when we most need it. There's no other way to say this than this past week was a tough one for me at work. My problems were growing Each day seemed to bring a new one that I couldn't resolve. By Friday, I was so discouraged that when I got to our place of business, I uncharacteristically sat in my car, just dreading the idea of going in. Finally, a few minutes later, still battling my Friday blues and my first cup of coffee in hand, I sat down at my computer to answer emails and start the damage control. Then, while sitting there, An email from Bethesda came through sharing a link to the convention service Thursday night. It was in Denver that so many of you were at. And with the click of a mouse, there was Pastor Dan, the choir and the orchestra, leading this huge crowd in that arena in worship. I saw my friends and my church family singing, praising the Lord, just like they do here each Sunday. I saw Mike and Karen, Christy. I saw Julie and Randy and Blaine and Matt and Janelda and all of you. And for the next 15 or 20 minutes, I just worshiped with them. Just like the thousands there and the perhaps hundreds of thousands that observed it around the world. Some of my staff came to my office during this time, came to my office door And they saw that I was fully absorbed in my computer and all the loud music and decided it was best to keep moving. But just like that, I was encouraged. My faith was strengthened and hope re-entered my situation. It was like Des often says, a but God moment for me. And I was reminded how many times God 
has such incredible timing to reveal himself to us when we need him most. I don't know if you've ever had one of those weeks like I just had, but there's a good chance some of you have. You may be worried about finances. You may be struggling with a relationship. Or you just may be at a critical point of decision in your life. I don't know. And I can tell you for sure that I don't know the answer. But I can tell you that I know who does. And you won't have to go online like I did this week to get help. Because he's here right now. He's ready to meet you and your situation and cause something good to happen in Jesus' name. God has made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. Depression, fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. Stay right there because he's promised to get you through it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? <laughs> I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top ten ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top 10 ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number 10, when your twin sister forgets your birthday. (laughs) Number 9, you know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. (laughs) That's right. Number 8, you're having a bad day, you call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight, and when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. (laughs) Number six, your doctor tells you you are in excellent health for someone twice your age. It's a bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. (laughs) Number four, It's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. (laughs) Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. (laughs) Number two, you know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. (laughs) 
And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day... When your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> okay, but let's face it. We all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there. But so often, we don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what he says. And he said he'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in his word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all his promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of his promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of his promises because God wants us to. Not because he can't remember what he promised. But because God wants us to know what he promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises. But the Word shows us that we have to go after them. That we have to get His attention. You know, you, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to, to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says, yes. And then we say, amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now you may say, well, I pray and I read the word and sometimes I still don't feel like he's listening. Well, you know, the word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like he's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust him and his promises no matter how you feel. That's when he wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind him 
that he promised he would inhabit the praises of his people. And that's when he wants to come through. And that's when he has to come through. Because all his promises are true. Dwight Moody once, once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift His promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All His promises are true. Say that with me. All His promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord Himself made. He said, There are many rooms in my Father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you so that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one... It tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. God had a purpose for Jacob, the son of Isaac. God also has a purpose and a destiny for you. Stay tuned to hear how God made physical contact with Jacob to see what he was made of. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. A woman went to the doctor and was seen by a new young doctor. And after about four minutes, she burst out of the examining room and ran screaming down the hall. An older doctor stopped her and asked her what the problem was. And she explained. So the older doctor had her sit down and relax before he marched back to confront the young doctor. What's the matter with you, he demanded. Mrs. Terry is 63 years old with four, ch four grown children and seven grandchildren, and you told her she was pregnant? The young doctor never looked up from his clipboard and asked, does she still have the hiccups? Thanks.
All right, well, you try finding some. Well, this week, I've been inspired by my wife, who is in the middle of a Bible study about the patriarchs of the Old Testament. And she was fascinated with the story of Jacob, and she was telling me about it. So I listened to her, and I began to read the story myself. And I found that it is indeed an amazing story. And it's one that I'm sure that Pastor Des could spend weeks or months discussing the subject and the significance of the story of Jacob. But there was one thing about the story of Jacob that penetrated me so much that I just couldn't get, my, get, out, get it out of my mind. And that is when God asked Jacob this question. What's your name? So let me give you some quick background on this. Jacob, who was the son of Isaac, he was a good man with, let's say, a history of character flaws. And in this story, he was in a mess. He was returning to his homeland, a fairly wealthy guy. He had a large family, and he had a very large herd of animals. And he hears that his brother Esau, who in his youth, Jacob had cheated Esau out of his birthright and his father's blessing. He heard Esau was coming to meet him, and Jacob assumes to kill him. So Jacob devises a plan to give his family the best chance to survive, and then that night he crosses the river to be by himself and ponder his next move. Now here is the amazing part. The word says, So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. And as we read on, we learn that it was God himself who had come in the form of a man no stronger than Jacob to confront him. Well, the thing that's interesting to me is that there was no grand entrance here for God. No thunder, no skies opening up, no voices announcing the Lord of Lords had arrived. He didn't even get a complete sentence here. It said, comma, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. You see, God wasn't making a statement to anyone in the world but to Jacob. So he came as a man on equal footing, to challenge him, to see what he was made of. Just Jacob, all by himself, without all the deception and gamesmanship that Jacob had become so good at. You see, God had big plans for Jacob. He had a purpose. He had a destiny for him. But he couldn't do anything with him like he was. So he made contact. And in this case, he made physical contact. And God found out what he wanted to know. That Jacob would put up a fight. That he wouldn't run from conflict. He would face up to his own shortcomings. And with God's help, he could overcome them. Well, during the all-night wrestling match, Jacob figured out who he was wrestling with. And at that point, I believe the wrestling was more about Jacob not willing to let God go than anything else. At one point, the word even says, the man, the man said, let me go. It's almost daylight. And Jacob said, I'll not let you go until you bless me. There's more to this story. But that's when this incredible question arrives. That God would ask each one of us, 
in the midst of our struggles. What's your name? Who are you? What do you stand for? Who are you going to trust? Who do you belong to? What is your name? Right then and there, before God blessed Jacob, he changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Israel, which means he who struggles with God. You know, this story takes place in Genesis, way back in the beginning of things. But what a picture of the character of the God we serve. I mean, he knows that you will have struggles. And he intended it that way. He's not afraid to be challenged. He'll embrace you because he wants you to become an overcomer. He wants you to be everything that you can be in your life. So this really had impact on me this week. What's your testimony today? Are you willing to fight with God to find out who you are? I mean, what an encouraging thing to know that God is willing to wrestle with us so that we can find out who we are and what our purpose is is in Him. So we don't need to be afraid of the struggle. We need to understand that God is on our side. And just like Jacob, if we'll hold on, if we'll refuse to let Him go, our blessing will come. And God will know your name. Not just like Bob. And not just like Steve. But he'll know you as an overcomer in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.